what is it that makes someone commit a crime welcome to revealed where i uncover sensational crimes and the stories of the people behind them as well as examine mysteries that baffle the mind hi i am your host sukrit and i thank you for joining me today let's begin she came from a village to the city in search of a better life within a few years she rose from poverty and anonymity to becoming the godmother of crime in new delhi this is the story of mummy the godmother of crime part 1 from anonymity to notoriety basiran was born in the 1950s in basayarela village in agra once she was of age she married a man named malkhan singh a goat herder from rajasthan the young married couple decided to shift to new delhi in the 1980s hoping for a better life in the city simple minded malkhan and his innocent wife basiran were totally unprepared for the repercussions this decision would have on their lives unaware that young basiran would go from the complete anonymity of a little village to eventually creating a criminal legacy in new delhi after moving to new delhi the couple first lived in the slum area of navjeevan camp in the govindpuri area which housed hundreds of shanty dwellers living in cramped spaces after living there for a few years they found out about an unauthorized colony named sangam vihar which lay on the border of new delhi and haryana with a dense jungle next to it and they moved there in the 1990s if the decision to move to delhi was the first step towards changing their future lives this choice of shifting to sangam vihar colony would be the deciding factor in where basiran's life would end up unknown to the husband and wife the name basiran and sangam vihar would become synonymous with each other in the years to come malkhan seemed content with his life as a goat herder but once the two started having children it became difficult to support the family on his earnings alone looking for an opportunity to make extra income sometime in the late 90s basiran came across the business of selling alcohol illegally known as bootlegging selling a type of local country made liquor called hooch or moonshine referred to commonly in india as mahua narangi etc brewed in batches the liquor doesn't need too much space to be produced and can be easily made in a small room the alcohol content in moonshine is usually high and it takes just a few good swigs of the indian version to get you quite drunk don't be fooled however because drinking too much of it can end up getting you seriously ill and even kill you an issue that has plagued lower income families in india for decades whether it was day or night one could always get their alcohol fix from basiran she even sold alcohol to eager buyers on dry days days of national importance when the sale of alcohol is banned in the country her reliability and the constant availability of stock meant that she could charge a premium from her customers if she wanted to living in sangam bihar was an advantage to her business as its location on the border was a plus point it enabled basiran to source her local moonshine from the bordering state of haryana for cheap utilizing young boys to transport it for her apart from her illegal alcohol business basiran also helped young men who were involved in robberies snatchings and thefts they needed a place to hide their loot away from the eyes of the police thus evading arrest when the police couldn't find the loot on them in return for a fee 
her house became a safe storage space for these stolen goods, earning her money as well as credibility and trust amongst budding criminals. Soon, Basiran's house, located in Sangam Vihar's I block, became a haven for criminals. Apart from a place to temporarily store their loot, it was also a safe place for criminals on the run to hide from the police. Basiran provided young criminals with all sorts of safety and comforts, even cooking food for them herself, an act signifying tenderness and care, which they greatly appreciated. Apart from her delicious home-cooked meals, criminals were provided with entertainment in the form of drugs, alcohol and video games. In return for her warm hospitality, they shared their stolen wealth with her. To them, the money wasn't as vital as the comfort of knowing they were in a secure place a place where they could come and let loose. For criminals, the protection and safety that Basiran provided was indispensable. And soon, she transformed from the small-time anonymous moonshine seller Basiran to the mother figure of all criminals, now known as Mummy. To command this kind of trust and respect from the notoriously insecure and duplicitous criminal community was a huge asset to her bestowing her with a special place in their lives and resulting in even more opportunities for her to rise and become the godmother of crime. Part 2. The Godmother and Her Enterprise By the early 2000s, Basiran from the little village of Basai, Arela and Agra had transformed into Mummy, the feared and respected godmother of Sangam Bihar in New Delhi. Her illegal alcohol business was thriving and her position as the provider of safety and comforts to criminals on the run had become a well-known fact. Not only in criminal circles, but even the police had gotten to know about this criminal safe house in the unauthorized colony of Sangam Vihar located in South Delhi on the Delhi-Haryana border. Whenever the police got reliable information about the presence of absconding criminals at Basiran's house, they raided it. However, these raids rarely resulted in the arrest of said criminals, as the police could never find them in her house. The fact was that the shrewd Basiran, aka Mummy, had once again taken advantage of the geographical location of her criminal enterprise. Sangam Vihar was located next to dense forests, which provided a convenient hiding place for Mummy's criminal friends. Her secret was the construction of machans in the forest, raised platforms like the ones used in hunting, which were hidden from eye level, located at higher spots on trees within the thick forest. The criminals could safely hide there and even spot the police in advance in case of a raid. Her close connections with all sorts of criminals meant that she was in the unique position to become an aggregator of criminal services. If you needed any major crime committed, right from extortion and kidnapping to even murder, all you needed to do was to contact Mummy, provide her with the details of your criminal requirement and pay her fee or service charge. Post which, you could rest easy, knowing that she would get the job done. Apart from the criminals who named her mummy out of respect, Basiran was also literally the mother of criminals, as she had inducted her own sons into her criminal enterprise. Her personal life and professional life were intricately linked, with each of her eight sons being associated with some part or another of their mother's criminal activities. In almost every major turn in the rise of her criminal career, her place of residence, Sangam Vihar, had been inextricably linked. Living in one of the largest unauthorized urban slums of the city, 
life for the residents of Sangam Vihar was not easy. One of their biggest challenges as a result of this illegal occupation was the fact that the government could not supply water to them as per their needs. However, seeing the huge number of residents, over 100,000 people by most accounts lived there, the government provided bore wells for their water needs. The audacity of Basiran and the sway of her criminal organization in the area was evident in the fact that she even included herself in the water mafia of the city, supplying water to hundreds of families in the area illegally. The operation was quite simple. She and her sons would illegally extract the water from the government-operated bore wells and supply it to the residents for a convenience charge ranging between Rs 500 to 1000 per month. In a city like New Delhi, where the temperature in the summer months regularly reaches 40 degrees Celsius or 104 degrees Fahrenheit, it is common in areas like Sangam Bihar to see huge fights break out in large crowds over the issue of a family and its need for something as basic as water. And so even when they weren't well off, the residents of Sangam Vihar were willing to shell out the extra money every month just so they could get access to water as required. Part 3. The Godmother Meets Her Match As a bootlegger and supplier of illegal alcohol, Basiran was on the radar of the authorities and had been arrested a couple of times. But she managed to get bail as she was usually arrested under the Indian Excise Act which is broadly related to the payment of taxes and duties on the sale, manufacture, export, import of various products, including liquor. Even though the local police and authorities were aware of her being part of the water mafia and her involvement in other major crimes, for years they were unable to conclusively build a case against her on these activities and lock her up for good. However, their patience was running thin, and Basiran knew that her luck won't last forever. One of the first indications of this would have been the imposition of the stringent Maharashtra Control of Organised Crime Act, or Makoka, which the Delhi police enforced in Sangam Bihar, a law that is specifically aimed at controlling and eliminating acts of organised crime through exclusive powers being granted to the authorities while dealing with such cases. With their multiple visits to court, frequent arrests and jail time, the godmother and her sons were no strangers to the functioning of the law and they started understanding how to manipulate the legal system. Even though they were uneducated, they had to find ways to safeguard themselves, and they used their ill-gained wealth to retain some of the highest-paid lawyers available to them in an effort to escape the legal repercussions of their crimes. For most of her career, she had managed to evade implication in any major crime. But in September 2017, it was all going to change for Basiran, a.k.a. Mummy the godmother of Delhi. The police found a burnt and decomposed body of a young boy in the forest adjoining Sangam Bihar. It turned out to be the remains of one Miraz, and in the course of their investigations, the police found out that his death was the result of a contract killing. It was his stepsister who had given Basiran the contract and paid her rupees 60,000 to kill the boy off. By January 2018, the police knew enough about the murder that they could finally arrest Basiran and her co-conspirators for this crime. However, somehow she knew about this and managed to flee before the police could arrest her for the murder. For the next eight months, she kept bouncing from one city to another in an effort to stay hidden from the police. But they had had enough of her, and they weren't going to let her have her way this time. They knew that chasing her all over won't be as efficient as smoking her out. All they needed 
was to find a way to lure her back to the city. In May 2018, Basiran aka Mummy was declared a serial offender and all her properties were seized as per the court's order. The Delhi police used this to formulate a clever plan that would smoke Basiran out. They spread the rumor that her house was going to be auctioned off for rupees 12 lakhs. Since her implication in the murder and months of being a fugitive meant that Basiran had started to lose her clout as a criminal. On top of this, the news that she might lose her beloved house turned out to be the last straw. Hearing this news, she returned to Delhi in a bid to speak to her lawyers and formulate a strategy, eventually coming out of hiding, just as the police planned. No sooner had she returned that she walked right into the trap shrewdly laid out by the police waiting to arrest her. On 18th August 2018, the Delhi police announced that they had finally arrested the godmother Basiran after she had been on the run for eight months, finally ending the criminal career of the woman once feared and known as Mummy in the criminal circles of New Delhi. Prologue Basiran and her sons have a total of 113 cases against them, with her son Shamim, aka Ganga, leading the pack with 42 cases of murder, attempt to murder, kidnapping, arms act, extortion, robbery and dacoity against his name. Besides him, among the other sons, Shakil has 15 cases, Vakil has 13, Faisal and Sunny Khan have 9 each, Rahul Khan 3 and Salman 2 cases. Apart from them, Basiran also has a juvenile son, who too is an accused in murder and extortion cases. Her husband Malkhan, the goat herder, however, has no criminal cases against him. The issue of water scarcity in Delhi's Sangam Bihar has been a political one for years, and while efforts have been made by various governments to tackle it, the problem in some parts still exists. Like Sangam Bihar, most metro cities have illegal urban slums, places which are home to scores of families who leave their own villages and towns for better prospects, living in cramped areas with poor sanitation and lack of basic modern amenities. Operating on the fringes of legality, such places are often vulnerable to illegal activities and the formation of organizations that work as parallel governments owing to their neglect. There are roughly over 1 crore Indian households living in urban slums, and while by some accounts, the figure is smaller than previously estimated. This isn't just an Indian problem. It's a larger issue across the world and we need to find a solution for it, collectively. Hey, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Don't be selfish. Share this podcast with your friends. You can also check out more content related to each episode on Instagram, where I post pictures and videos of the cases I cover. You can find me on Instagram on at the rate The Revealed Podcast. And write to me there in case you want to share some stories and new topics for the show. I shall be back with a new story next week. Stay safe, always follow the law, and once again, thank you for listening to Revealed.